0: Welcome, Welcome to Comadresy Comics. Comics, episode number nine, guys. Welcome back. How are you guys doing? Nine is five. Yes. I am doing so fine right now. The weather is so nice yes. that I'm just like, there. Whoops, the cold is now gone. Although I like the cold, I like sweater weather. I just got some jackets at a secondhand online secondhand store. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. there is ah. an online secondhand store? Mm-hmm. What? I, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the links. They're pretty oh cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yes. Um, anyway, so as I was saying, it is episode nine, guys. What is the Chisme de la Semana for you guys? Ooh, Chisme de la Semana. This is Kristen, uh, and uh, I am fresh from coming back from Emerald City Comic Con uh, 2017 up in Seattle, which is a very big, indie-heavy uh, convention. It's one of my favorite conventions. If you've never been to Emerald City, definitely Get a chance to go. Uh, the access that you'll have to the creators there is like no other. Um, being able to go into panels and talk to creators um, with total ease and uh, hardly any weight compared to maybe somebody that you're trying to see at San Diego and you uh, stand in line for hours and hours and still might not get in, mm-hmm. so definitely go. Go. But one of the things that um, I found about, found out about uh, at Emerald City is some Bitch Planet news. So really? Ooh. You might. <laughs> the listeners, you might remember <laughs> Bitch Planet uh, from a few episodes back that we talked about and discussed and that we totally love. Um, but one of the things that um, a lot of people don't like about Bitch Planet is the fact that it takes so long in between Issues and that has a lot to do with Kelly Sue DeConnick's uh, schedule and all the different uh, things that she has um, going on in her life. Uh, She's writing for uh, Emerald City and you know just a a lot of uh, things that she uh, she does creatively. Um, So because of this big uh, gap in issues coming out, there is actually going to be a bit. Planet anthology coming out. Wow! Oh, yeah. It's called Bitch Planet Triple Feature. It's a five-issue anthology um, that's, like I said, making up for the delay on the uh, of the next Bitch Planet arc that is coming up. Um, each issue is going to have three short stories by different creators. Oh, oh I no. love that! Nice. <laughs> uh, Kelly Sue. <laughs> Kelly Sue uh, and Delandro, the artist, actually are going to be working on the stories with these creators um, and have developed the stories already, and then we'll be working with uh, the creators to kind of uh, follow through and to to, um, help them to, I guess, uh, uh, write them, Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. I I guess, kind of in a a third-party type of way, like not not write it for them, but, you know, just kind of help them. And – they have, uh, oh, and Kelly Sue is going to write for each episode an essay. Oh, I love oh. it. She herself is writing the essay? She'll write the essay. Wow. In each I, I can't guess. wait. I can't wait. Yes. So excited. By the way, guys, uh, happy International Woman Day. Oh, yes. bye. Happy International Woman <laughs> Day. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just remembered. just remembered. <laughs> so, the second part to this Bitch Planet cheese mess um, is that there is actually... Um, Lauren McCubbin, uh, who is uh, a, a writer, a creator, is working on creating a compliancy manual. What, what the hell? hell? Oh, oh, my God. God yeah. <laughs> what this... <laughs> what this is going to be is it's basically going to be a quote-unquote manual for the Bitch Planet world. So, like, nice. what the women in this universe have to do to be compliant, and it's going to be written in textbook form. Wow. So, uh, it's as That's if, awesome. It's as if, okay, if you, us three were women living in the world of Bitch Planet, that as women we would get these manuals uh to be like okay these are the rules that you need to follow i can kind of see them like you teaching this at school like the textbook like they gave it to every girl that's there yes and like okay today we're going to be listening on how to serve your man yes (laughs) now and it's not a and you exactly (laughs) you have it exactly right and the awesome thing about this is that included in this manual remember when you guys were kids and you would get hand-me-down books that like yeah. many students before you had gotten and they would write things in the oh, uh, margin or in the back yeah. this compliancy manual is going to come complete with writings in the margins of the quote-unquote students who have had the books before I, oh. love so the, I love it. So the writing from the students is, are going to be about like the feelings of how they feel about what they're being told about mm-hmm. how they need to act. Yeah. And um and it's about the rebels. And, and there'll yeah. be and then you know you in the stalls where somebody will write something and then someone will respond to it. Yeah. Same yeah, yeah. thing with the book. There's oh, going to be responses cool. from different students that have had these books in their hands. Oh, uh, has that, that, that ever happened so cool. before where they have something like like this style of writing can be kind of a new style where Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that that was awesome because I remember it's it's really a fond memory of mine kind of uh, when you think about it that uh you would get a textbook in school and it was kind of like this history of people who had that book before Mm -hmm. you and the things that they wrote and just it was like you're you kind of had like a a window into their world, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what this is going to be. And with just the comments uh, replying to each other and what their feelings are and stuff, I I honestly can't wait for this. Uh, There's no – I didn't hear or see any uh, date of when to expect it, but just know it's being worked on and that it's coming. That is amazing because not only are they writing the manual, so they have to have, like, that kind of um, mentality that you're writing a manual, Mm -hmm. but then you have to –
1: Invent and side, create, yeah.
0: like all these other persons that are writing in the margins and taking notes. Yeah, so mm. so that's like multifaceted. <laughs> like, yeah, whoa. <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> so when I heard about that, I was like, oh my gosh, uh, this is gonna be my cheese because I knew we were meeting. So uh and I'm all about bitch planet cheese man. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> that that's great news. Yes. And I actually was at Kelly Sue DeConnick's table when she was talking about this to somebody else. I guess she had our, they had talked about it in um, the panel already that day, which I missed. I wasn't able to go to it, but um, she was really talking to uh, this fan. Saying you know you guys are so awesome. You've supported us from the very beginning, and uh, and we really wanted to do something because you deserve it as fans. Wow, nice. that's amazing. That's really nice it's to so hear cool. as a fan. Yeah. 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 yeah, I haven't met her yet. I I would love to meet her. She's really awesome. Same yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cool. So yeah, so there you go, there's my cheesement. It's a great cheese. Man, <laughs> <by the way. laughs> All right, my cheese de La Semana, this is Jen, by the way. Uh, they have cast um, uh, domino uh, for the Deadpool sequel. Uh, the person, the Yeah, the person that they cast is Daisy Beats. Um, I love that name, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> cool name. She is from the TV show Atlanta. At least that's where she. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where uh, she. I guess you can see some of her appearances. Um, uh, and um, she, she was it, was it was announced via Instagram by Ryan Reynolds, who spelled out her name in dominoes. Oh, yeah! Wow. No <laughs> way! <laughs> yeah, that like so legit. cool. That's cool. That is super <laughs> cool. And so now we have a character. Now, Domino is a very prominent character in, basically, within the X-Men, especially within the X-Force, mm-hmm. because she's a member of the X-Force. A uh, little bit of history, she's a probability-altering mutant, and she has dated uh, Cable before. Oh, wow. Oh. So, uh, there's also the possible love interest, but it's I know that it's been kind of like an on-and-off relationship with them both. She is, uh... That's interesting, because whenever I see Domino, I she always appears to me to be a young girl. And whenever me I see Cable, he always older. seems to me to be older. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. that, that pairing seems weird to me. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually supposed to be the same age, but... Um, X-Force and just the X-Men books in general, the 90s art and everything has always really established that. And we all know, like, the the women characters have always been, like, uh... (laughs) There you go. You could (laughs) have just thought that, (laughs) uh. True, true. And um, and the men have been depicted as hyper-masculine, so they could be... They could be the same age or j- maybe just, like, a little bit of age difference, maybe mm-hmm. two or three years. Um, but That's a terrible aging. She's <laughs> 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 really aged badly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's all that time jumping that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like It takes a toll on you. Yeah. So, um, it's good. Yeah, like I said, um, I'm very excited to see her. She's always been kind of a cool, interesting character that I've always wanted to know more about. Yeah. And it'll be exciting to see... Uh, how they depict her in um, um, in Deadpool, and the fact that this seems more and more like positive that these Deadpool movies are leading yes. to X Force. Yes, oh, or, yeah. hell yeah! And <laughs> thought, like, Give it to me, I want it. Yes, nice. yeah, excellent, so exciting. That's some good cheesemate too. Yeah, really yeah. good stuff. <laughs> well, and I know we've uh, we've all had a chance to see the trailer for. Uh, this oh this yes, It's not trailer. It's, it's, a, a, it's a, like a little teaser. There yeah. you go. Oh my god! Uh, and it was so funny. Yes, so it was. I, And it got me so excited because it's already been over a year that that yeah. movie's come out. So. Yeah, I'm ready for another Deadpool movie. Oh me too. I'm ready. Talk about a movie that took everyone by storm. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a nice, nice surprise. I like when there's side surprises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my chisme de la semana is, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be recording episode 10. And when we record episode 10, there will be a gift prize we will Yay! offer one of our listeners. Yay! So stay tuned for that. Uh, so that's my chisme. me. <laughs> So stay tuned, guys. Please, if don't give up, don't give up on us. on, ten, on nine. <laughs> stay tuned for ten. Cause there's prizes. Because we'll give you free stuff. Free stuff, guys. <laughs> free stuff we're totally not bribing you guys no not at all not at all um so guys what are we reading today i mean what did we read what are we drinking today oh shoot yes (laughs) all right see guys it's the beer it's the beer (laughs) what are we drinking today we are drinking um phantom carriage we're drinking uh it's called amelie and it's a beer style it's called grisette grisette is a beer style it's a belgian beer style but it's a southern belgian style and this I was told by the uh, barkeep—I don't know what to call him, <laughs> the porter—I don't know—the <laughs> gentleman uh, behind the bar. I was told that it was their take on this Belgian, on this Belgian, this type of Belgian style, this uh, grisette. Um, so it's an homage to. Grisette interesting. I don't think I've ever had a grisette before and I really Lina. love Belgian beers, mm-hmm. but this does not sound familiar to me and in drinking it, it's definitely a a, a lot lighter than most Belgians that I've ever drank before. Um it's me- the grisette is meant to be a light Belgian beer. Okay. Um this take on that that the nice young gen- gentleman was telling me about, th- their take was a little bit sweeter. Oh, cit- okay. Uh, this is why you have some hints of citrus in it. Yes. Mm. Um, it's a 6%, and it's from Phantom Carriage. Um, it's on tap. I'm not sure if it's available um, in, uh, in a bottle. Um, and uh, Phantom Carriage is a local brewery here in uh, Southern California. It's at 18525 South Main Street in Carson, California. It's a beautiful mm. location. Um, the outside, of course, looks like a factory, but once you get inside, <laughs> it's, like, really dark, and they have, like, um, paintings of, like, um, Dracula, and they oh, have, wow. like... It's, like, oh. really, oh, very like gothic. Very gothic, gothic? Really gothic yes. Yes. Right, yeah, With a like, phantom carriage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would need to be. Yeah. It was actually really dark in there. It took me a, a moment for my eyes to focus <laughs> on the, the lack of light, but yeah. it was really cool, and they have, like, little sections that are sectioned off, so, like... If you have a large group and you want to be away from, like, the big uh, tap room, you can go to the side and there's, like... Little rooms, and then they uh, when you want to be a vampire, when you're
1: <laughs> in the oh, they have a <laughs> coffin
0: there, too. Oh, oh my yes. god, this is my kind of place. I need to go, <laughs> like, this is a, oh my god, this is my aesthetic. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, it's I need to super cool. I to and, take this, this place up. and they also serve food, so if you're in the mood for like, a snack okay. they have mm. some food, they had some hummus and um, uh, pita bread for five bucks. I thought that was oh, a deal, not oh, bad, yeah, not bad. So, um, it's a definitely must go and sit there and have a beer, it's really beautiful. And there, it's kind of creepy and awesome. They have TVs like showing like old movies and stuff too. Oh, cool! So it's really oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, um, it's a kind of a breakaway from. Um, like the lighter tap uh, mm-hmm. tap rooms where you go, where everything's so bright and cheery yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and and so uh, what is it called? What are they called? These kids, these kids nowadays, uh, hipsters. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a definite <laughs> yeah. break from the, his, the hipster, hipster scene. It's yeah. a, a break from the hipster scene and throwback to goth and emo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Take me there. <laughs> oh my god. May not be in high school anymore, but God damn, I'll remain an emo kid forever. <laughs> nice. So this is a, a 6%. Uh, so let's go around. What do you guys think of it? we got a growler, so. Yeah. So like I said, it's a, a lot lighter than um, the Belgians that I'm used to, but it's really good. Uh, very light. Um, uh, there's a little bit of a, a, a hoppiness, but like very faint. You have to really look for it. Uh, and it it is very citrusy, and I was just mentioning that I think this um definitely would be a beer that I would love to drink on a hot afternoon, very cold, um, and uh, I think it would be very refreshing. Absolutely, I agree. I definitely agree with your uh, with your take on this. It is very summery. It's warm out, so it actually feels really good to drink this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that the um, the sour that the Belgian is mm-hmm. as, as a as a brew um, it's very light and faint. it's, yes. it's mm-hmm. very subtle, but it is very Belgiany so uh, but it's really uh, really good. I, I enjoy it. What about you? I actually really like it. I don't think I've ever had a Belgian before. So if this is how most of them are, uh, I'm for it. <laughs> <laughs> but guessing from your reviews, this is a unique beer in, and in itself. You can definitely taste like the citrus. It's very noticeable when you first drink it. Um, and I really like it because you can taste that sweetness. That spicy yeah. sweetness, mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. And then it's like towards the end, like if in between sips, you can taste the sourness a little bit, but it, like, lingers, and it's not overpoweringly, like, makes me pull a face or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Fortunately, the gentleman gave me a little taster before I had the growler fill, so I was like, okay, Jen can go for this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, I was looking at another stout that they were uh, pouring at a time, and I'm like, yeah. oh, no, and it, it it boldly said coffee, and I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> can't, can't for that one, <laughs> definitely not. Although, not. with all the stouts and porters we've been doing, um, I'm kind of learning to appreciate them a little bit more. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a convert. <laughs> I, can, I can get behind the porters because we've had some good ones. Yeah. So oh, yeah, definitely. The previous one. What was it, like two episodes ago? That was in a can? I don't remember. Darn it, I don't remember. Either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, was it the uh, Six Point? Yes. You know, yes, yeah, from Brooklyn? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I, enjoy, I, I, I know, you, you, really, you really enjoyed that <laughs> one. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, the gentleman, he's like, well, what, what do you... Oh, because another thing about uh, Phantom Carriage is they have... Uh, you could get a pour uh, for 6 bucks. I believe. Really, oh, no, you can buy a glass for $6, or you could have... A glass slash pour for $10. So I had one of those. So I was able to get a phantom carriage um, um, glass goblet. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, well, what do you want? And I said, surprise me. He's like, well, what do you like? And I go, I like beer. <laughs> and then everybody started laughing. They're like, I'm gonna use that. I like beer <laughs> because I mean I don't have like a specific yeah you know I just like yeah. all beers. I mean if I really don't like it, I think the only one I really didn't like was a sriracha one that came out some time Ooh. ago. What? Yeah, from I think it was uh, from Rogue, I believe, but. Anyway, it was so horrible, I want to just forget it. <laughs> it's the ones that you don't like that are always more yeah. memorable, and you know, those specifically, I don't like Yeah. Like, <laughs> that pizza beer. I was going to say, I <laughs> still to this day talk about that pizza beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Tasted like oregano. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um... So based on the fact that I would drink this on a hot day and, like, um, I'm, I like, Bel- well, I like beer, but I really like Belgians as well. I, I know my husband really likes those as well. So um, given that um, and the taste of this and the citrusy undertones and then that nice bitterness that doesn't really, it's not really pungent, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a uh, uh, full. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the full. It's a wonderful beer, and it obviously is kind of, like, making me a little a little, <laughs> happy. A little happy here with one glass. I would agree with the full. Uh, I'm going with full as well. Like I said, um, Belgians are my favorite. I love that unique, just, flavor that they have. And I'm not even sure – I'm sure that there's some beer-brewing type ter- terminology and that uh, uh, you can use to – Describe what that is, but all I know is that it's good, and I like it, and this one is uh, awesome as well, and I look forward to uh, hopefully them having it uh, the next couple of weeks when we're going to be hitting the 90s here in Southern California. Oh, <laughs> oh <man>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to go with a full as well, because I Ooh. did like it, and I since drinking this um, a lot of beers with you guys, I really like, noticed that I really like the citrusy ones. Those are tend to be my favorites. Oh cool. Mm-hmm. I can look um I can look into that from now on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> you know, uh, she might not be old enough to drink beer, but I have to say someone that would love the the um, ambiance of this Phantom Carriage Brewery that you talked about is Jonesy. Oh, <laughs> oh my, oh my really. God, yeah. You know, this is like her dream spot. This is like oh her God, fantasy world <laughs> comes to life. If like, you know, she had to take over her dad's donut <laughs> and he decided to revamp it, that's the aesthetic she would go with. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. I completely agree. So the book that we read uh, this week that we're going to discuss is Jonesy. Jonesy. Uh, it's a, a, did you say all ages? I was right? going to say it's all ages. It doesn't say all ages on here, but it's a boom box uh, imprint. Mm-hmm. And um, boom box tends to be all ages. Yeah. Like, I think just to like be safe, they go with the teen Rating. Yeah. But it is definitely an all ages book. Or at least I think it is yeah. an all ages book. Yeah. Um, it's written by Sam Humphreys, who is uh, the person who wrote the book we did for our last episode, uh, Green Lanterns. Oh. So this is a really, um, really cool Way to be able to see his totally, completely different styles of writing. Different writing, writing styles. Yes. And Which I, I love. Yeah. yeah. I, now that <laughs> you said that, I'm, like, super excited because um, <laughs> that just, it, it's not that, you know, like, oh, you know, he wrote the Green Lantern and he wrote this. It's just the, the way he can um, produce a good wonderful book in such a different style Mm -hmm. from the same person. I think that that's really talented. Yes. Uh, Because there's writers out there that when you're reading books by them, you definitely know you're reading books by them. Jeff (laughs) Lemire. Jeff Lemire. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did too. He's amazing, but, like, you you know you're reading a Jeff Lemire yeah, book. Yeah, You absolutely know. Just kind of like, you know, when you're reading a Grant Morrison book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know their style, yeah. like, in Alamore, But this one, it, it's radically different yes. from his green lanterns one oh, and absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and say that I actually like this one a bit more yeah. than his <laughs> green lanterns one <laughs> like I did like the green lanterns book but I don't I don't know what it is it might be also like the added artwork it really adds yes. more um I guess more feelings and yeah. more emotions and more vivaciousness yeah. to his writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I really loved the artwork for this. It was very cute. It was very cartoony, and it really helped animate Jonesy's face. Yes. I th- the the artist is uh, her name is Caitlin. What is it? Caitlin Humphries? No, no, no. Caitlin 100. Rose Boyle, or is it Ross Boyle? I think it is. Um. Yeah, Caitlin Rose Boyle. Yes. Yeah. So uh, she she did the cover and she also did the the um the art inside and I think she's fair I don't know of her doing any other like uh, ongoing series comics before I, when I looked her up it, it definitely she did like some web stuff some web oh, comics yeah. and she's some things like that but yeah in work she's um uh, she's a newcomer into this okay year, and I think she did an excellent job. Yeah, she really did. But now that I, I know, I, we mentioned this before in our book club at Heidi Ho, uh-huh. but like, you can tell uh, webcomic artists. Oh, uh-huh. And now that I think about it, this uh, the art for this very much is kind of web y Okay. Like, a full one-page can tell a full story, kind uh-huh. of thing. And um, uh, just our work itself is kind of like... How it's like very, very like not all over the place. And that's not the word I'm going for. It's very um, uh, dynamic, kind of kinetic. Like, uh, like, like I said, that it's very animated. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's very animated. That's the word I'm going yes. for. Yes, and um, uh, that's something I see tend to see more with um, uh, with um, uh, web comic artists, mm-hmm. like with um, uh, uh, Noel Stevenson and with um, um, what was that One book that we read, Giant Days. Giant Days. Yes. yes, and with Giant Days, kind of. Um, it's a uh, you. Yeah, I, it's very enjoyable. I really do like it. But if you've had experience reading web comics and stuff like that, um, uh, it's it kind of reads as a, a bit like a webcomic also in print mm-hmm. form, just with a lot more dialogue. So the the storyline here is Jonesy is a teenager. She's your I'm telling you, Jonesy was me as a teenager. <laughs> like, Dame, oh, my God. Oh my God I felt like this is me. Like, Jonesy's Yeah, but she's wittier. Yeah, but she's wittier, me. and her fashion sense was t- is ten times better than mine yeah. was. Yeah. Like, I had my moments where I truly, like, did look cool. Yeah. <laughs> but she's, she's got her outfits on point right all the time, and I'm just all like, God, I was. Killed so It'll look like that. So, mm. writes her own zine. Uh, and, and, uh, and uh, just, just to uh, go back on the zine, um, for a while, I was like, what the heck is a zine? Until uh-huh. so finally, it's like, oh, hello, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so, she writes her own zine. Uh, she, you know, teenager has her secret crushes. Um, but, I mean, her outlook on life, just like, she, it's, it's like this sinister this is sarcastic cynicism. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's the kind of sarcastic cynicism that can only come from a teenager exactly. oh, who thinks, yes. like, the smallest thing will be the end of the world. Exactly. Kind of and yeah. actually, that, I'm so glad you touched on that, but one of the things is, like, every, almost every comic, uh, I guess every uh, issue, she starts off with saying, the worst day ever. Yeah, the worst day Every day is the worst <laughs> day ever, <laughs> if you
1: really commit yourself to
0: it. <laughs> so, Joni um, is uh, this... Awesome character who just happens to have a superpower. Um, and her superpower is that she's able to make um, people fall in love. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily with other people. Um, it could be other things or ideas. But that's her superpower. And mm-hmm. um, we, uh, we picked this book because um, just like uh, Sam Humphrey's Green Lanterns, the, uh, there is uh, a Latino character. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Jonesy and her family are Latino, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's really cool... I didn't see it as much in this first arc as I did as it continued, but you can kind of see, like, um, they use, like, some uh, Spanish words and um, the, the abuelita. Yeah, the abuelita. Uh, <laughs> oh, her yeah. dad calls her niña. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Niña. Niña. Like that. I always think, like, that he pronounces it. Like, niña. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like the, or, and he says, I, niña. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, and it was just, yeah, that was, like, really cute, really cute. And sometimes, like, in my head, I would change it to Mija because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in my later. head, yeah, I would do that too. I can't I believe it. Like, <laughs> like, niña or Mija. Those, uh-huh. are the, those are the the most common ones to use because um my my grandmother uh in Guatemala she would call me either niña or um, um or um, uh, in her the Guatemalan dialect for um. Uh, for kid which was Patoho. Oh how cute? Yeah. Patoho. Patoho, Patoha. Uh-huh. Oh uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> nice. uh, but yeah, and um uh, and my mom would call me Mija, so um uh yeah uh, that's why I was just like okay like uh like sometimes I would read Nina and sometimes for some reason I would read Mija. Uh-huh. but it didn't disturb like um yeah, uh, yeah, the the at, all. at all. the storyline at all um, one of the things I really like about Jonesy is she breaks that, what is it called, the third wall, yeah. where she actually oh, oh, talks yeah. to the reader. Um, she actually starts off in the first ep, um, issue as talking to us yes. and introducing herself and her mm-hmm. ferret and her secret crush. Yeah, she has a uh, <laughs> <pet> ferret. <laughs> His name's Rocky. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and she introduces us. And one of the things um, I love about this artwork is there was a lot of diversity in yes. the artwork, within the artwork. Yeah. Um, there was a, a a you know in the crowd I saw like a girl with the hijab and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. am I saying it right? I always feel like I'm saying it wrong. Oh yeah, hijab, I mean, hijab, oh. hijab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's different types of people within the crowd and in the school. Yeah, so I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that about the book itself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just I think that really highlights kind of, like it's so effortless to include diversity, even yeah. if it's just in background characters. Even yeah. the character's friends come on her friend Farid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just like, it's so easy. It's not that heart. Yes. come on, you guys. I know, yeah, right? her friend Farid, mm-hmm. and then also Susan, uh, Susan is yeah. a little black girl. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that this story actually just matter-of-factly like mentions like love between same-sex couples. Oh so yeah, they don't even spotlight it or mm-hmm. they don't even you know point a finger at it. It's yes. just something so natural within the story. Yeah, yeah. That Susan it's and Nisha like right. Writing. Yes, yeah. when that first came when I first I read these uh, in single. And when that first came out, I also was very hyper vigilant to the fact that when it came, when they she said that who her secret crush was, I was like, okay, where, where is Where's this, this gonna going? To go? yeah. yeah. And Jonesy didn't even blink, blink an anything. eye. Yeah. Didn't, she was just like, okay. Like, She's like, why don't you talk to her? Yeah, to talk to her. And I was just like, God. Wish I had that kind of positivity right? when I was, was in high school. So effortless and wonderful and welcoming, even though she's so sarcastic and she hates everything. She mm-hmm. hates Valentine, she hates Prom. Yeah. But um <laughs> You know, she that was something she didn't even look yeah. at or think mm-hmm. twice or even stutter or pause. It was just perfect. And speaking mm-hmm. about her hating everything, her t-shirts, they are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it just says <laughs> no or, or never. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are great. And I know I you guys were t-shirt. you guys were mentioning that she has green tips. I just yes. noticed that right now. Yeah, I yeah. so I was like, what is this thing that always follows her? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that the artist created her hair with a green coloring, a green tip coloring dye, and mm-hmm. in the back of the uh, first trade. The um, the artist is kind of walking us through her development of Jonesy and her sketches, her initial sketches, and um, how she changed things and why and and what it um, what it said to her as uh, a character when she was changing them. And so um, and her hair went through a process of different changes too. There was always a color, but um, it it kind of moved from like the the like sideburn area to the tip, like the, the oh yeah, the to the front bangs. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and not. Until I read this uh, in the back of the book that I even realized yes, that she had yes, yes. this, I saw this green, but because, like Jen says, the the art is just so, uh, it's, I honestly can't say that I've seen art like this before I in know. a comic. Mm. I've seen this art type, like, in, um... A lot at conventions, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists that do have this um, this art, but I've never actually seen it in a published comic book before. Yeah, like I said, because most of that kind of type of art is webcomic art. Oh, okay. It's, um, uh, if you go look at webcomics, a lot of them have this kind of similar type of art. It's a bit, like, cartoon and a bit anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just what <laughs> Jonesy happens to love.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, anime
0: <laughs> And, um... And it's just like it, it's the it's something like I said that it's uniquely webcomic. It, it reminds me of like that that chibi style that's like really popular yeah, with chibi artists style, right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, the chibi style art. Which so I love. Yes, I do too. But it's just. Uh, It was funny, when I was reading this, I was like, oh, she has green tips? And I went back, and yep, sure enough, there's a a little green spot (laughs) on her hair in every single panel. (laughs) That is so cute. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So there is a cast of characters that um, uh, mostly the story revolves around. Obviously, Jonesy is the main person who is... um, Basically, trying to just uh, maneuver her way through high school, and we yep. all know what uh, that's like. <laughs> right. Oh yes, we you do. Know, and actually, now that you mentioned high school, I felt like it was mostly middle school. To me, it felt like middle school. It's a bit, yeah. We felt middle schooly, high schooly because she said prom, so I was kind of assuming, yeah, oh, um, you're right. high school. Yeah. When I first mm-hmm. saw it, because of the art style, I thought elementary middle school, but Mm -hmm. then as I read the story, I realized that it's high school, and then also in the back, it it actually said, um, it just says, disaffected teenager, it doesn't actually really say, um, like, what grade she's in, Mm -hmm. but um, at the end... She, uh, and she wanted to get a tattoo, and so oh, right. I was thinking she must be a little bit of an older teenager, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think, what is it, I think you can get a tattoo at 16 with the parents' permission. Oh, okay. In the state of Did California. they really get a tattoo? Yeah, they got a donut. Yeah. Yeah. Was a yes. R- yes. Okay, yeah, that's was what a I thought. Real it so was a real donut <laughs> tattoo. So I can't imagine a, a, even a single uh, father trying to impress his daughter, letting her, uh, I think her dad's just just cool like that. (laughs) No, he's adorkable. Adorkable, yes! When she called him adorkable, I was just like, oh my god, that's the best thing I've heard today. (laughs) So, so... Her dad is another one of the characters. He's a single father, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he owns a donut shop, uh, the best, the best donut, donut, donut shop in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then her abuelita, that we don't really get names. We just get uh, uh, dad, dad and abuelita. Mm-hmm. Uh, and abuelita seems to live somewhere, somewhere far. Yeah, I think yeah. she lives in Mexico or, or somewhere like that. somewhere in Central or South America. And abuelita's... Um, Like a catchphrase that she tells Jonesy her like motto. Mm-hmm. eat all who oppose you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah, when I saw that, I saw, at first I thought they were going to go with like the classic abuelita look and then she puts on shades and she's like, eat all who oppose you. And I was like, hey. Yes. <laughs> and there is another part right. in the book where, um, Jonesy is like, I got grounded and what am I going to do? And she's always calling her abuelita for, um, advice and for support. And her abuelita tells her, you must apologize to your father. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, "But never to any man- other man." Yeah, I love that I part. like yes. I actually wrote that down because I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, and the cool thing was like she was on the cell phone, right? And she's talking to her abuelita, and um, her abuelita's getting like massages from like yeah, just from German, German, <laughs> <laughs> hey, German, and I was like, dude, she's like a pimp. <laughs> she's awesome. And then for her to tell her that, like, you must apologize for your, to your father, but no other man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. And ever. Like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yes. So, and then we get her her cast of friends, um, Farid, and then Susan. Mm-hmm. And with Susan, um, uh, to remind you, Susan was is a popular girl who her mother is the mayor of this town, mm-hmm. and so Susan feels the pressures of trying to be like a uh, popular and a good girl mm-hmm. just yes, because she has to be, yeah, mm-hmm. she has to be like the example for all yeah. other teens. Um, and she hates it, and there's a moment where her and Jonesy bond about, like, hating stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that, and that's actually when they, like, become friends. Yeah, and I thought that bros. was so cool. Yeah. yeah, and what I really liked about that is, though, that sometimes, like, um, Susan had been making fun of Jonesy yes. before. Mm-hmm. But it just goes to show that, like, kids, they can bond, and, like, they're very, like, they're they're very resilient. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and it's just with kids especially, once they connect, once they find something to that they really like or that they can... Uh, relate to, they become like best friends. Like, yeah, that's it's, true. It's true, and that's a my current best friend. We became best friends because we both liked anime, like yeah. legit. Like, yeah. uh, like I remember, like um, uh, I believe I was in tenth grade, and I was in my AP chemistry teacher's um uh, classroom during lunch. And she came in with her, at the time, friend, uh, who we were both in the group with, and then I'd been reading Death Note, and she was like, is that Death Note? And I was just like, yeah, it is. She's yeah. like, I was like, oh, I have read it, too. It's really good. And boom, instant connection. Like, I didn't know her yeah. at that time. I had never seen her. I knew Jessica, but I didn't know her. And she just like she was just like we just got both excited so over anime and now she's my best friend yeah and we still keep in contact with each other I visit her at her dorm constantly (laughs) now (laughs) that is so
1: cute
0: (laughs) 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 but it's true I mean and that's one of the things I really loved about this book I'm I'm so glad you pointed that out that kids are resilient and they're so open to other kids that have similarities and what they like and something they can bond on Um, but one of the things I really like about this book Is that um, She's like you said Sour And she's you know Sarcastic And you know She hates everything But um, inside you know She's really kind And loving Yes And um, I really like the fact That they kind of Show that in this book And also how she can um, actually put her stuff aside for her friends,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. um,
0: which I really like. And I think that, and and also what I like about this book is it goes to show you that you can't judge a book by its cover. So she mm-hmm. thought Susan was like mm-hmm. the worst, you know? Yeah. Little Miss um, Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then in that moment, she found that she was more like her than yeah. any other person. So um, I really like that because it, if it's in all ages or like maybe teens, I think it, it goes to show you that maybe there's something you might have in common with that person person you dislike or that you think is cool and never approached you know and Mm -hmm. you touched upon something too that i kind of didn't even think about but there's this like irony there that she is so sour she's so negative she's like uh everything's the worst but her freaking superpower is making people fall in love Uh Yeah. and that you know that is so cool and you know i think um and I, I don't know why i haven't i've only read this this book um, but I feel like um the abuelita has some kind of mystical power as well, mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. always known Jonesy's gonna have this as well. And, and I kind of got the feeling that her dad did too. He said that the hand that quells all arguments, <laughs> <it kinda laughs> Like it could just be a dad thing, but it also could be like his own like root, like small superpower. superpower. And that's what I uh, kind of really liked that as well. Is that there's always been um uh, like um I've had talks with like well like what if your like superpower is like something like small like it's not like super super yeah. their, like power of flight laser vision or something Whatever if it's something like like dedicate like maybe uh arriving everywhere on time no matter <laughs> what like <laughs> it could be like uh having like uh perfect hair or something or it could be like like small things yeah. that make life a little bit easier yeah yeah that's so cool <laughs> you know what my superpower is I'm able to fold a fitted sheet, like bed sheet. What? I, really? That's my superpower. Wow. I can't fold fitted sheets. I can't I could, either. I can do that on my own. So no, I'm, I'm like, when I post it on Facebook, I'm like, oh, folding my fitted sheet. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you know how to do that by yourself? And I was like, what's the big deal? <laughs> so then, then I noticed everybody was, couldn't do it. So I was like, oh, that's. My superpower. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then I'm like, that's my superpower. It's small, but it makes my life easy. Like oh, like every God. laundry day. Like <laughs> when I do laundry, Yeah. I try to do it and I always start off really well and then I just end up like pulling like <laughs> it into <laughs> a, bowl, <laughs> a bowl and then just <laughs> stuffing it. And oh, I'm oh, like, Oh, it's just gonna go back on the bed anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. go back on the bed. <laughs> So, but that, that that's true. That that um, the hand that quells could be his. Yeah, power. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, there yeah. <laughs> was like no. She didn't have any retort. It was like yeah. there. Yeah, and, and she's like, "Don't do it, Dad. <laughs> 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 it's going up. It's going <laughs> up." <laughs> uh, and the cool thing about this uh, comic is that originally it was just scheduled to be a mini series, but it was so um, well liked and got so much great um a claim that it's it's ongoing it's still it, it it's still coming out now i'm not sure what issue they're on now um i, I read think it they might be online now okay mm-hmm. i i read it through to uh, the next story arc um, but I can't remember how many issues it was. So um, I think that that's really cool and just a testament to uh, how awesome uh, that uh, Humphreys did with uh, this story and um, how well he does with all ages uh, and and writing younger characters. Mm-hmm. Latino younger characters. Yes, Latino. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he's doing really good. I mean, I, yeah. um, I really liked her uh, – um, it's not something that's, like, magnified upon. It's just something that just happens to be in the story, just like everything mm-hmm. else. And I like how how um, matter-of-fact and how, like, um, innocent and how the approach, the unmagnified approach on, like, diversity, the unmagnified approach on mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. same-sex um, love and, you know, like, her being Latina. It's not something that's like, oh, like, you know, it's just part of the story. It's and one I love thing it. I really it. appreciate about his writing, too, um any writer that can write a teen believably, I give all the props because I mean, in my mm-hmm. in my uh, professional life, I worked with teens for most of my career, and I can. I, it really grates on my nerves when uh, writers are trying to force uh, quote unquote teen speak. Oh, the teen slang! I hate that. <laughs> I and, I, and, I kept, yeah, and the mm-hmm. stuff in here um, was it flowed very very. Um, it true to life as far as I'm concerned. And what I would read some of the stuff and kind of giggle to myself. Because yeah. I'm like, that, that is like, it, it really, really works. Yeah. He mm-hmm. has a, a great grasp on the voice of teens, mm-hmm. for sure. Teen girls. Uh, this, like I said, um, like we all said, she reminds us of us at, at some point in our yes. teen, year, teen years. <laughs> definitely. Um, there was also um, the Butt Brothers. I really enjoyed that. (laughs) And that was kind of a play on the title of their band, The Butt Brothers, Uh and how they turned out to be actually uh, homosexuals. So I was like, oh, I get it now. I didn't get it at first. I thought it was was a fart thing. I never even
1: thought of that. No, you know what? I had
0: to read it twice because I'm like, but oh my god it's so funny <laughs> but it's something like that because yeah, they had a crush on stuff too yeah, yeah. oh by the way stuff yeah <laughs> yeah we're not just saying stuff like like oh like crap and like stuff? things yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no we're saying stuff as stuff is an actual character in the story and he is a pop star. Yes, he's a famous and, celebrity. And he's singer. Jonesy's quote-unquote secret crush that <laughs> everyone knows about. <laughs> Anyone who reads her zines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, the Butt Brothers steal her zines because they love stuff. So oh, they don't want to admit it. but... They don't. Yeah, they're, they're so punk rock, but they love stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. I love. Yeah, it. when she f- happens upon them, they're kissing her her mm-hmm. book. Yeah. And like, oh, you're ruining my book. But but I thought that was really funny. But again, they don't really highlight or put like magnify that. It was just part of the story. She didn't even talk about that. It was all about her signs and getting them yeah. back. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. This ca- this guy called stuff. I mean. This guy named Stuff? This yeah. guy's Stuff. <laughs> uh, he's a really interesting character to me because um, the way she describes him and some of his lyrics, it just reminds me of, a, like, a David Bowie. Oh. I was going to say, like, a K-pop star. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like a K-pop David Bowie. Yeah, for me. yeah pretty much. Yeah, he's, absolutely. like, he, so he has a persona that he's, like, a space prince who, a space prince who's been stranded on Earth. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> it's literally so hilarious, but, like, what I find really funny is that at that age, too, I was really super into K-pop, and I was just uh, like, oh, my God, like, I love him, like, so much. Like, it, like kind of like, like, no, he's mine, like, the girl like <laughs> yeah. Like, no, he's my boyfriend kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I imagined Jonesy to be like. Yeah, And, um, uh, when she... Showed Susan... Uh, who is into a different style, a different genre of music. Um uh, yes. stuff but like I remember I specifically remember trying to drag my friends into liking K pop and whenever I would, there I'd be like, Oh my god, what do you think? Like like I, tell need, me you you you, I yeah, need you to love it. I need you to love it. it. I yeah. need you to like I didn't know this at the uh, this word at the time. But I was just like I need you to validate me <laughs> in my feelings. <laughs> and some of them did and some of them were just like Well it's nice I guess but I don't really like uh, it's not really my thing. You Jen okay. yeah, never spoke to those girls and again. I never <laughs> spoke to them again. No, I still don't. I'm like, no, no I'm done. just kidding. <laughs> but it was just like it's it's high school, like. Like yeah. what I love about this is that Jonesy is so extra, and this just like <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like extra capital E with the little trademark sign. Like, <laughs> and, and, and interestingly enough, uh, the different style of music that Susan is into is country music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? right. <laughs> and she and she wants to be a country singer, mm-hmm. um, and so I thought that was really cool because um, it's just like we were saying. There's just like diversity everywhere and it works. It does not feel forced at all. Yeah, and, and she wasn't like, ew, you like country I mean none of that ever happened throughout the book, which I really appreciate. Like yeah. ew, I can't believe you like that. Yeah. Ew. like it was like always like you know, kindly. Like, oh, I don't like that. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. But um it, it was great. Yeah and and just like Any teenager, um, she can definitely be self-involved, and there's some situations that happen in here where uh, she kind of does some things that um, feel um, bad to her friends, Mm -hmm. Um, and I like the fact that she is very self-aware, and she realizes, oh, I kind of screwed up, and even with her dad. You know, and she's like, okay, I know I have to apologize. And even even when the dad comes home and she's trying to hide, and then she realizes he's in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And he, she's like, I have something to say, and you know what it is. And, he, and he's like, nope, I don't. And he forces her to tell him yeah. sorry. she's sorry. Yeah. But even that was um, really well intended because she didn't want him to get hurt again. Because yeah. Yeah. we now find out what happened. That, and that was one of the things that I was wondering in the first two um, issues of the book was, uh, where's the mom? Yeah. You know, because we always see Latinas with their moms, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. it's always the kid with the mom. Um, so I was thinking she was dead, but we find out that actually um, they divorced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and the dad got the custody of yeah. Jonesy. So mm-hmm. that was really interesting to me. Um, and um, I really have to say that uh, one of the best issues I read is when the mom comes back.
2: What? Oh, oh my God. Gamma.
0: There is a... There is a whole issue dedicated to Jonesy and Jonesy's mom's relationship, and it was amazing. Really? It was really terrible. Yeah. I, I actually that. think that I shed a tear. <laughs> uh, you know, I I can't wait because when Jonesy had um, an issue about, you know, what was going on with her dad, she called her grandma, she didn't call yes. her mom, yes. yeah. which I thought was interesting. Yes, And also, um, um, going back to, like, she, even though she. You know, did her dad wrong? she was well intended because she didn't again want him to get hurt, yeah, mm-hmm. so I really want to know what kind of relationship' Because yeah. she describes as describes it describes it as <laughs> I swear I speak English right? <laughs> um her dad makes donuts, he has a donut shop her, mm-hmm. so of course, it's his favorite thing. He actually ate cupcakes for a year, yeah, and that was like the worst, worst thing ever, yeah, so the way that they handle. Um, or the way that they the the story evolves um around why Jonesy's mom isn't around and her relationship with Jonesy and just all of the intertwined inner inner links of relation mother-daughter relationships and everything is really really well written and handled in that epi- in that episode in that issue um so I I highly highly recommend that you continue to read and also the the stuff stuff <laughs> uh, I I really I really enjoyed Um, And I really liked how that ended as well. Um, I would definitely recommend this book to... Um, people who are looking for books to recommend to uh, to young and teen girls mm-hmm. for sure, yeah, definitely. Um, because there's there's no there's no negative portrayal of, of females in here as far as just like you know uh, it definitely passes the Be- the bestel the bechdel test yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> I like that um, so yeah I I highly would recommend that you continue to read. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I mean, just you um, kind of mentioning the mom issue, I'm just like, I'm all in. Yeah, I, wanna, I mm-hmm. totally want to read it. Yeah, and um, I have to say, girls, I mean, you guys have really opened my eyes to a whole different genre of books, like the all ages for yeah. preteens oh, yeah. or, t- or kids. Um, I I would never glance at it twice ever. Like mm-hmm. that's not something that I would even pick up. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and being here, um, this is the second book that we read for kids or preteens or teens. Um, that has no bad words or, like, violence and stuff, and they are sensational. Yeah. So I want to thank you, girls, because if it weren't for you, I would never read a book like this, and I'm just so moved by them. Yeah. And And it's something that I actually feel like I can relate to Mm -hmm. or have been um, like or can um, mimic myself in one of the characters, so I I really enjoyed this. Yes. Hooray. Uh, yeah. Hooray. So uh, how many uh, conchas do you give it? Oh, my God. I give it uh, three. What is it? The maximum was three, right? Yeah. Three mm-hmm. chocolate conchas uh, champurrado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, may, and maybe um, maybe an empanada. <laughs> that, I think, yes. Yeah. I definitely am going uh, full out for the three conchas. Um, my favorite is the, the pink one. So uh, three pink conchas. Nice. And uh, yeah, and champurado and uh, empanadas and <laughs> the little um, what's the little piggy? Uh, uh, that's it. The, the little, little pig. piggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. I also give it the three chocolate conchas and uh, vaso de champurado <laughs> and two empanadas. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, uh, in in this book, I mean, in this first uh book, the volume one, um. What was your favorite picture, uh, favorite like page or favorite part of the book in general? Like, for me, it was that rant she went on when uh, she almost got caught by the... Uh, oh, uh-huh. the, the principal, principal. Principal. yeah. And she goes on, like, I think it was, like, three panels yeah. of three bubbles of full dialogue uh, on love and stuff. And I was like, ah, I love... <laughs> that was wonderful that was some great writing right there yeah my favorite part was definitely um la abuelita and when she was telling uh when she was telling jonesy that she had to apologize to her father um but then she made to sure, sure to tell her and no other man ever <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool my favorite part definitely has to be um when she and her dad are talking mm-hmm. after he comes back from his date
2: yeah. and. Um, Oh yeah,
0: Yeah, and he's just like she she apologizes, and then she tells him like, "I just don't want you to get hurt" and stuff like that. And I was just like, "Yeah, that was like a really touching scene that made me kind of like a little bit teary-eyed." I'm just like, "Yeah," and I really liked how realistic it was. Um, How he explained to her, look, we went out, we had a good time, but it just didn't go anywhere, and that Mm -hmm. happens, and I'm probably going to go out on other dates, too, and that's going to happen again, and you you just, and it's scary, and Mm -hmm. the fact that he actually was um, uh, open with her and uh, was kind of like, really raw with her, I really appreciated that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He was, um, he didn't even, um, dumb it down. Yeah. No, say. he didn't. Yeah. He was, like, straightforward, like, you know, this is just something that's gonna happen. Uh, you know, I am a grown-up, and I understand what is involved in this, and this is what's, you know, yeah. what's probably gonna happen more than once, and, um, you can't worry about me, you know, like, you know, we have to do this. This is part of life. Yeah. Kind of thing. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and I just really like, because that, that moment, that part, he really screamed Latino dad to me. Yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> Latino, Latino dad never like they 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 don't pussyfoot around yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're straight up they're uh, no or at least so uh, most of my experience with my fathers and my padrinos mm-hmm. and uh other people other other latino fathers has been like they're like this is how it is and yeah. this is how it's gonna be right you know? exactly mm mm-hmm. I like that. So, guys, we love the book. So <laughs> if you're around a comic book shop, I re- we really highly recommend you read this. It is really awesome. Um, if you have kids, yep. get it for them. Uh, read it with them or read it before them or read it to them. Definitely. <laughs> it's, it's a great book, yeah. guys. It's Jonesy Volume 1 by uh, Sam Humphreys, and the artist is Caitlin Rose Boyle. Mm-hmm. Excellent, guys. Yay. Yay! Yay. <laughs> So, speaking about how you were saying that you really enjoyed this all-ages genre um, really brings to mind um, how, as an adult, I've always loved all-ages. Really? Um, Yeah, I Mm -hmm. continued reading all-ages into my early 20s, um, and even now, you know, I read the all-ages comics when they come in, and it it looks uh, interesting to me. And that is actually um, kind of leads into what my On the Radar this week is. Excellent, guys. <laughs> what is On the Radar? <laughs> um, my On the Radar this week is um, a new Marvel title um, of an old Marvel character. Those of you that don't know, Man-Thing, uh, number one, came out this week when on Wednesday, and the person who is writing it is one of the all time best YA writers ever. R.L. Stein is writing Man Thing. Hey! Fatality. That's so freaking cool! So, for those of you who aren't familiar with R.L. Stein, he is the genius behind Goosebumps. So, uh, as a this <laughs> our airplane flies by <laughs> and I think I, I think at least like if no one's ever read them as a kid then they're at least familiar with the covers or have seen yes. them because like it, it's 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 so prevalent like who didn't read this in elementary school or didn't see uh, didn't see someone reading it or was in my case dared to read it <laughs> <laughs> and I was already older when uh, the Goosebumps started coming out but I my brother is 12 years younger than I am, and so when uh, when he kind of got to reading age, it was one of the only things that he enjoyed reading, so I would buy a whole bunch and give them to him, and I would read them, too, and uh, I really, really loved them, and even, I was talking earlier about how that the dummy one, just the cover, used to freak me out, uh, and reading it, I mean, And I remember in college babysitting, and then the kids I babysat having goosebumps, and so I'd read them because they were a quick read, and being alone all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm like 20-something here and being freaked out by these kids' books. But R.L. Stine was the master.
1: Yep. Oh, uh, there was a, a show, right?
0: Goosebumps? Yes. There was... Oh, yes, my God. Yes. I love yes, that TV show. Yeah. And then, of course, guys, the movie. The movie. I the didn't movie. see the movie. I, I saw it. I, it. I enjoyed it. I wanted to but I didn't see it. Was it, it. Was yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the effects. I enjoyed how the the story, um, how they made it work and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And then I think Netflix is going to be doing yes. um, uh, yes, a series. Yes, yes. Really? Yeah, for them as well, because... Netflix is really getting on board. Like they're oh, doing the, shoot. they're bringing back Bill Nye. They're doing. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they did the series of unfortunate uh-huh. events and did it justice. Yeah. Uh, and now they're doing um, uh, goosebumps as well. I, nice. I did see that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the interesting to, thing to me about. Uh, R.L. Stein is that I was doing a little, um, research and he actually has talked multiple times about the fact that growing up, his, um, his goal in life, his dream was to be a comic book artist. No uh, way! No no way. way. <laughs> Talk about coming full circle! Whoa. So, interestingly enough, I guess he'd been in talks with Marvel on um, doing a series, and Marvel uh, offered him many different characters, but he finally chose Manthing because he says that, um, like, swamp characters were, like, his jam uh, beca- <laughs> uh, uh, because he had just written them so much in Goosebumps. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. it was one of his favorite things to write. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a five-issue uh, series. And um, the cool thing about it, I've read the first one. It's kind of, um, I don't have any uh, past history with reading Man-Thing. I've read Swamp Thing, and I know a lot of people get those two mixed up. Um, One is DC and one's Marvel. Um, But Man-Thing apparently never spoke before. And that's something that's different. Um, Stein has, um, he does a little bit of a backstory of how he has um, gained the power of speech um, and also Sentience, uh, but um, I guess that's something different that he's changed. But um, it's a, a five-issue series, and in the uh, back of every issue is a short horror story written by R.L. Stein. What? Oh, it nice. has nothing to do with the man thing in it. I it's, love and those little th- secret surprises. And they're all written by guest artists. I mean, they're all drawn by guest artists. I read the first issue. Um, it lays you know, some groundwork for the basis of the story moving forward, and he's also said that his thing, and if you, any of you have read Goosebumps, you know he loves things to be creepy. He he loves things to be you know the the horror genre genre e uh, <laughs> type mm-hmm. stuff. But he also loves humor. And so he um, is going to. He he says he promises lots of um, horror. He promises lots of creepy and some some nice violence. But um, man, thing is also going to be very sarcastic and funny. Excellent, Excellent. that's so. awesome. I enjoyed the first issue. The story in the back was really good. Was really really good. Um, I, I don't want to say I liked it better than Man-Thing, because I... <laughs> so pretend I didn't say it, but know that it's true. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay. So that's kind oh, yeah. on the radar. So um, if you're an R.L. Stein uh, fan, definitely pick it up just for the nostalgia factor. And I had no idea. I'm freaking old, man. I feel old oh, knowing that R.L. Stein is 73 years old. What? what? Yes. Yes. Wow! I didn't even know that. Yeah, so he's he's still working and uh, he's writing Man Thing for Marvel. So wow. definitely pick it up. Um, it, it's uh, it's worth your 3.99. <laughs> <laughs> nice, excellent, nice. that's nice. awesome. What is your on the radar, Jen? So my on the radar is actually. Um, It's a bit um, uh, late, but um, America Number One Mm. by Marvel. Uh, It was released about two weeks ago now. Uh, but oh my God, it's really great. So if anybody ever read the Young Avengers series by um, uh, Karen Gillan, Karen Gillen and uh, McKelvey, uh, you know that uh, America Chavez mm-hmm. is a character. She's from an, uh, she's from a parallel universe that uh, basically reached utopia status, like actual legit utopia. And she was um, uh, and her moms, because she was raised by two moms, uh, died saving this parallel universe oh. uh, in helping it you, you know, like. Reach utopia status, and she really idolized her mother's, and so she's just like, I want to save the universe as well, and so she leaves the perfect utopia and goes to Earth and the other multiverses, multiverses, so that she can help, be a, so she can, so that she can be a superhero and um uh, help people. Mm-hmm. And um one of the one of the things one of the really cool things about her is that one she's a latina. Right. She's a she's latina. Um sorry, I blanked out there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and the current, and the writer for America is Gabby Rivera who is also a latina queer woman cuz like America <laughs> because America Chavez is mm-hmm. also she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I was just like talk about a book that caters To me, (laughs) hell yes, because as been mentioned before, I am bisexual, and I just, to see a Latina character who's awesome, kick-ass, can jump is good friends with Hawkeye, and can keep Loki in line, like, well, this was Kid Loki at the time, it was just like, I, I loved her, and I'm so happy that she has her own solo title now. And um, the art is done by Joe Quinonez, um I hope I'm saying his re- name right. Joe Rivera and Paolo Rivera. So it's a, a very Hispanic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's know. a that creative right. team, and uh, it was I absolutely loved it. It was really really good because it's it's established that she's a uh, she wants to take a scene. She wants to take a stop from the. Uh, a pause from the superhero scene and really kind of like do something else so she decides to go to college in different universities <laughs> wow. in the multiverse so she's enrolled in many colleges and stuff like that and in Ooh. the first book she we see her she's rushing to go to class after saving <laughs> a planet and uh, she's late, and her professor is just like, "I don't care who you are, you need to be on <laughs> class on time." And I'm just like, "Oh, I've been there." <laughs> and it's uh it's really great. I love the art. The artwork is beautiful. And I, like I said, I fell in love with America Chavez when she came out in Young Avengers, mm-hmm. and when they, fu- and then she was, then she came out in A Force, and then she was in um, uh, the Ultimate. Uh, Where well, Ventilator is the leader of the Ultimate. Mm-hmm. And now she finally has her own solo title, and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Awesome. That is so cool. That is really awesome. So only one issue is out now. Is it monthly mm-hmm. or biweekly? It is no, monthly. monthly. Not biweekly, yeah. every two weeks. I yeah. don't know how to say that. I don't know why I keep saying biweekly. Sorry, guys. Because it, it can be translated as both. The like, English language is weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like. Though, uh, the... There is kind of a trend in some of the, mo- uh, not movies, <laughs> comic books, um, of us uh, seeing the kind of, like, behind the scenes of what do com- what do superheroes do when they're not superheroing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um,
0: and I really like that. I really like seeing the humanity uh, behind who they are, um, behind what they do. Uh, it, it really, I think, endears me to the character a, a lot more, so I really appreciate that Marvel is doing some of that uh, with their characters. Mm-hmm. That's and really cool. And I really love that. And I think a person who really kick-started that was Matt Fraction. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt Fraction with Hawkeye. With Hawkeye, but even before that, like, really before he did it with Iron Fist, oh, okay. as well. Oh, yeah. You know, when we read it, like, you really got yeah. to see, like, besides his superhero yeah. stuff, like, what he did, what he does. Like, he kind of has his own things going on with, like, yes. the immortal weapons and everything. Uh, but, like, you see, like his magnum opus in Hawkeye, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, oh, what what does Hawkeye do when he's not being a superhero? He is still kicking ass, uh, but more locally. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's really cool. Well, on my radar is, you know how we're like big fans of the Hernandez brothers? Yes. Yes. Well, if you go to www.pinupgirlclothing.com, they are now selling these skirts that have um, the prints of the characters um, <gasps> along the hemline. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! And then actual dresses with <gasps> the characters, and they're all kind of a upy style. So they're. Oh they're my god cater to like full oh figured women as well. I will wear the that. Shirt is that. amazing. Yeah. So and th- this uh, this particular dress is it, like a luchadora uh, print. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I need that dress. Oh yes. So it's really cool. Like that is so on my radar. I want to do this. Um, then he has like the kind of a space. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't. Got, oh I my think? god, the retro space girls. Oh yes. my god, I need that. I need. I <laughs> that i will i love the full figure skirt where it has all the characters yes, kind of on the, i on love the, that Ooh ones. yeah but i really like the uh the wrestling one that mm-hmm. that one's really cool so again guys that's www.pinupgirlclothing.com um and then just look up uh, on the search bar if you're looking through the website and you know you don't want to go through everything just type in love on the, on the website and the mm-hmm. search bar love, love and, robin. and robin just i just yeah. put love and oh, it you know, okay. they came up so i didn't even have to do the whole thing nice so, um, yeah, it's super stylish and it's uh, celebrating the 35th anniversary of Love and Rockets. Oh, my so, gosh. So, yes. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. It's, it's a little pricey, but it's I think it's worth it because that, you know, you, where else are you going to find that print for sure? I've dropped $65 for a custom made dress. And Whoa. That was, pretty, that was pretty cheapish. Yeah, that was pretty cheap, actually. <laughs> some, of them, some of them can go up to $300, $500. Yeah, mm, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Also, guys, on the radar is, um, to the listeners, we are going to be uh, finishing our episode right now, but um, if you stick around after the the outro music, we are going to be going on a full-on review of Logan. (laughs) So, if you haven't seen Logan... Please um, do not continue. We do not want to spoil it for you. But then come back and listen to our full uh, spoiler after our uh, outro song. So um, so stick around for that. Um, so does that conclude our episode, guys? Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty much. It. Excellent. So, um, again, guys, listeners, stay tuned for episode 10 where we're going to have a free giveaway. But it's going to be... Um, It's not going to be easy, like dial in the first caller (laughs) or the first person who messages us on Facebook. It's going to be an actual comic-related activity of some sort. We haven't discussed that yet, but uh, we will have a prize for you guys. Also, full-on Logan review after the outro song. Um, Any shout-outs, guys? Well, as always, follow us on Instagram at Comades Ecomics. Or follow us on Twitter, shoot us a tweet, or uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can at us at uh, Comic Comadres. Excellent. You could always find us on Facebook, uh, too, uh, Comadres y Comics. And also, um, if you'd like to review us on iTunes, um, please do so. We'd really appreciate it. Um, Also, shout out to all the other podcasters out there who, you know, get together around the table or... Um, through Skype or whatever and put out some, some decent stuff, talk to us. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> that talk to, doing that, your thing. That, Yeah, keep doing your thing. Yeah. That talk to us but not to us directly is what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, um, thanks uh, everybody for putting out content and thank you listeners for being out there listening to us. Uh, we have been your hosts. I am Sarah. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jennifer. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Going round
2: We'll stand Hello
0: guys, up. this is uh, our review of Logan. What did you guys think? Oh my God. Uh, do you want to cry with a bunch of other people and just like communally cry at a movie theater? Because uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so true, my God. I was like, where is the tissue? Because and then the tears were streaming down my cheeks, like, mm-hmm. and I could feel them puddle up under my yeah. chin. I was like, oh my God, what are you doing to me? This was by far the best movie right now for me. Mm -hmm, Um, The best superhero movie for me, it's Logan, for sure, right now. Until it gets, you know, toppled by whatever Marvel's bringing out next. Yeah. But this one, my God, I mean, I was so impressed with the whole production of it. Mm -hmm. What did you guys like The most? The most? Um, ooh, damn, this I know, right? <laughs> uh. Let me just go through episodes of what I loved. <laughs> I loved um, the fact that um, they really, like, shone a light on how an um, uh, uh, elderly person kind of feels. Um, uh Xavier, Mm -hmm. this man who was like a man amongst men, a leader of the Mm X-Men, the mentor of so many mutants. Uh, Omega level uh, mutant. Mutant, exactly. Uh, His brain is classified as a uh, weapon of mass destruction. destruction. His brain, guys. Mm -hmm. Weapon of mass destruction. Um, This is a, a, a momentous uh, like a you know mountain of a man, you know, with with the reputation and the and the fuerza and courage and everything, uh, being reduced to um, being overly medicated. Yeah. Um, bound uh, bound to, to seizures. Bound to seizures. Uh, of course, we all knew he couldn't walk, but this is even worse because he has no strength to do anything yeah. on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that scene where uh, Logan is helping him into the bathroom. Oh, that mm-hmm. broke my heart. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. don't look at me yeah. i'm not looking at you it's like i could do this by myself yeah and yeah. i was like oh and yeah right. and it's just yeah it really sh- shines a light on like what it is to take care of the elderly yeah mm-hmm. and uh, that's it that's it and one of the most heartbreaking things to me was and uh well we already said spoiler alert yeah oh uh, did we uh, uh, alert. Yeah. spoiler alert, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um was uh when um Logan is giving him his medications, yeah. and uh, and they're in the in the fallen over silo, and uh, and Xavier tells him. You were such a disappointment, and oh I, was like, oh, I was just like, I was so, Oh sorry. my god! Yes. I'm like, I can't believe you said that. Yes. To me. I was just like, I like, I, kn- I did really this movie was gonna be sad. Once yes. they were playing hurt, uh, John catches Hurt <laughs> <laughs> in the trailer, and <laughs> I, I was really just like, Fuck oh me up. yes, yeah. yeah. I, I when I first saw that trailer, I was sitting in, uh, I think I was in Heideo. I was sitting in Heideo comments, just crying. Yeah, you know, yes, I'm already crying. 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 Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm already crying just thinking about the thinking about it. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh. Like, guaranteed way to make him cry is play Johnny Cash anything. And it's just like. And with the imagery of Logan, older, and and Professor X, that just magnifies this. Oh, my God. emotion. Look, if we start crying, you know (laughs) I. I don't know. know. (laughs) Yeah. You know. We're going to just warn you. We're going to cry. I'm (laughs) going to cry. Yeah. And it's just like. And it's just. That hit me the most because one of, like. My fears, one of my biggest fears that to this day still haunts me and will haunt me forever is being a disappointment to my parents. Mm-hmm. But, and he, I'm, I'm, I hate to yeah. cut you off. Um, yeah. I don't think any child is a disappointment to their parent. Mm-hmm. But I think what happened is Xavier was so... Um, he was lashing out. He was, he was lashing out. out. And I don't he, think he meant it, but... He didn't mean it, but mm-hmm. um, I think he said it to hurt him. Yeah. And, but mm-hmm. it was like... Uh, you threw a way too big of a rock dude (laughs) but I could understand because he was hurt and I Mm -hmm. understand that he he's like this isn't living Mm -hmm. Uh, you only medicate me I mean the dialogue between Logan and Professor X about Professor X's care where he tells him like you're only waiting for me to to die and I was just like oh my god like because that it's as sad as it is for some people, for some elderly people, it's true. Yeah. Their family is just waiting for them to die. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. Like yeah. I like, mean, they did not pull any punches. With they the didn't pull any, at any punches all. at all. And so when I saw that, I was just like, holy shit, this movie is truly going <laughs> to fuck me up. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, at at first, to cut you off, I'm so sorry, when he's, like, uh, uh, kind of trucking around in his wheelchair, like, senile, like, talking all this gibberish, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, um, Xavier's going to be all, like, not here, you know, mm-hmm. but then he this strong dialogue throughout the movie yeah, was just, mm-hmm. and it's stuff that moves the heck out of you. Yeah. Like, at every level. On the level with the tiny mutant and the level of, of the X-Men that are gone. On everything. The mm-hmm. state of the world. I mean, it was just, they, their dialogue, their relationship, the way they, that they are now, or mm-hmm. in that ultimate reality, was just so real and raw. I just, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to your original query though, um, I think I've narrowed it down. Like truly, what my favorite scene was, and it was when um, uh, Logan and X24 are fighting in the forest, uh, and the kids with all the kids over there, and um, uh robot hand mm-hmm. dude—I forget his name. I don't remember his name either. All <laughs> I, I, I know is that he was a reaver, um, uh, but he's like the main bad guy. Yeah. Uh, besides X24 it is, um, uh in in that scene um when he's when he's fighting them and you see the kids finally show off their powers mm-hmm, as yeah. they're trying to escape yeah. that was that I think that has to be my favorite scene even though it was heartbreaking and um a Richter when he gets mad and then you can see him lift the freaking car yeah, and yeah. like he's so angry and it's just I just I love the fact that all these kids they're 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 Latinos they're Hispanic yes. they're Mexican they're specifically all mexican. their mothers all all of them their mothers are mexican uh-huh. mhm and yeah. so every single one of them is mexican i was just like oh ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <Way> to, go. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go and it's just like it didn't it's it, it, it didn't it didn't go by me the fact that it, <laughs> the, the the leader to them Richter, is a hispanic kid Leading these kids, leading these children to the border yeah. for the hope of a new world. Right, exactly. Um, and, then, and I was just
1: like, oh my god,
0: like, goddamn, <laughs> like, <laughs> goddamn, it, <laughs> like it speaks to us, like to know these characters and have them age, and and have like the. Um, the malices of age, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, how you're, you know, wasting away, and your muscle tone, and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not the same person, yeah. and you're coughing, you have an alcoholic abuse problem, um, and all of that, and, um where was I going with this, my God, I, sorry, go
1: on, I, I can't <laughs> even remember what it was. It was so emotional,
0: yeah. she can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> going a bit off of that is just, like, the dynamic, the fact that, He's old. Yeah. He's so old. Yeah. You can see it from when he pops his claws and one of them oh, doesn't it yes. Yes. And yes. he has to pull it out yes. before he can, like, r- like retract mm-hmm. it back. And, like, how his hands shake. He has probably some form of arthritis. The fact that he's He can't like, see anymore. He can't see. Yeah. Properly. To wear, like, yeah. Those reading glasses. He needs to wear, like, reading glasses and all. He's not young. And then to see all these kids right there they're young they're full of life yeah. they're full of hope and then there's him who's like he's just like that's it I'm done I don't want yeah. to do this anymore anybody I love or care for dies or end up getting hurt or I end up like there oh my gosh that scene there where he says that to X-23, and oh, she says, and she tells him, then I guess I'm fine, and yeah. walks away. Uh, I was just like, oh, my God. kill me. <laughs> like, I, as, in that moment, I wanted death. I was just like, it, <laughs> would, it would probably hurt less than what this movie is making me feel yeah, right now. exactly. And, I mean, I love the fact that the characters, um, for, for instance, X-23, uh, for the first half of the movie, she doesn't yeah. speak. I actually think she was a feral child that uh, was not able to... And I'm like, how can she not have picked up some language? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. understand, you know, the nurses and everything. Uh, But um, she does, in fact, speak. Uh, But the thing was that um, I love how you felt for these characters, even though she didn't speak. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: and the actual acting and the face and the expressions, they... um, they acted upon each other like uh, Wolverine and her, and uh, Professor X and her, and her and those that lovely family that took them in for a night. Oh um, my god! Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <sighs> I was like, maybe, maybe I know. It I thought, I was, just like, maybe I was I, I, throughout the whole movie. I was just like, please, 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 please tell me nothing happens to the family. I know, <laughs> tell <laughs> me. And I almost it was it almost came true, and then and then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like oh my god, no! Yes. And the part that really fucked me up though was, um, Professor X when he was in the bed. and He was just like, "I remember what happened in Westchester," oh. and then he says, "I don't deserve because the, like they they've had like a really nice family moment with Whoa. these the with woman. this other family that uh, provided them food and shelter." Right. And um, and and he's uh, Professor X. He's in bed. Charles is in bed. And he and he you see like in the doorway a shadow, and he says, "It's Logan." And previously in the movie, before he had said, "I know you anywhere. I know, I know who you are. I know how you feel, like mind-wise." Uh-huh. And he's just like, uh, and he he tells him like, uh, "I I'll I'll recognize you anywhere, even when I'm senile. I know, I know who, who you are, yeah. even if I don't remember your name." Yeah. yeah. And so we see the silhouette, um, uh, in the background, and uh, Charles is talking. He's telling him, uh, "This is like this has been such a good." Moment. Moment. This is and what real life is this, like. Yeah, yeah. This is what real life is like. This is what family is like. And then he gets. Then he starts getting choked off because he's saying, "And I don't deserve it." And I was just like, "Oh my god, what? And then he's just like, "I remember what happened in Westchester." And I was just like, "What? What happened in Westchester?" Mm-hmm. But then he t- the fact that he said, "I don't deserve this." Yep, Yo, your thing mm-hmm. is unplugged. It is. Why oh. can't I hear myself? No, she. I can hear her. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Wait. Your thing's unplugged. Something, oh, like you're when t- you t- when you pulled that, it was, yeah. So oh. oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and that was just like, oh, my God. And then you see, and then he turns around, and you see that it it's not Logan. It's X-24. Yeah. And then, boom. Yep. It was horrible, it dude. Was I just couldn't I stop crying. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, please don't, please don't, please don't. Like, and I, and all I kept thinking is, like, if he were okay, then he could maybe tap into X-24. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, we need you, Professor. He's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I didn't realize, like, like at the time, I was just like, why didn't he use his powers? And then someone brought up the fact, like, uh, um, uh, I guess it wasn't, like, in the review or something, is the fact that um, Professor X thought X-24 was Logan. Right. Mm -hmm. That he was Logan because he felt exactly like Mm -hmm. him. So when X-24 stabbed him, he thought, yeah, Logan Yeah. yeah." He thought he had been betrayed until Logan finally comes and picks him up. And he's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't him. And I was just like, oh, fuck me up. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, One of the main things that I really love about this movie is the action. Yeah. Oh, oh is, my God. I think this is a movie for everyone. Um, it's for men and women. Uh-huh. We can. We love the bonding and you know the story, character development, and there's a lot of great violence. <laughs> the way we've <laughs> always wanted to see a Wolverine movie. Yeah. I mean, we. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to see him put like his claws. On the bottom of someone's chin and having them come out oh. of his head. No. That's <laughs> like my, and then, or, or him running towards somebody and slashing and, yeah. and their head. I mean, it was in the trailer, but that scene where he's running and just flying through the air, yeah. and his, his back arched, mm-hmm. was just like seeing it in the movie.
1: Uh, in, yeah. In,
0: in, yeah, with... The rest of the experience. story around it, yes, it was mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. And and that uh in that same note, one of the most powerful things that was just kind of put me in a state for this movie, like holding on to, you know, my, my chair and saying, Okay, I'm ready was when uh X twenty three comes out um after they, they've been attacked and she comes out and she With throws a head. head she throws oh, a head yes. head at them. Yes. Yes. And I was like Oh, my God. Did that was so hardcore. Tap- she just <laughs> a, tap- <laughs> a man uh-huh. and threw his head at these people. I'm like, mm. whoa, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, I love the way she screamed. I mean, it was so yes, primal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like her fighting style was so feral and so uncontrolled and unbound. Yeah, It was mm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, this uh, lady, um, this young lady, Daphne Keene. Yeah. My God. She has my heart. <laughs> I love her. First of all, I've always said, when a character speaks Spanish in a movie or yeah. something, it makes them super sexy. <laughs> it's inappropriate to say sexy towards her because she's a 10 or 11-year-old girl, but it's fucking phenomenal. When I heard her speak Spanish, I was just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <That>? <laughs> when I heard her speak Spanish, and it wasn't, it was... Flawless. Spanish. Yes. It oh, was flawless, absolutely. Flawless it was Spanish. Spanish, and I was just like, they did that. They did. Yeah, it. They, did, did that. That. they so did that. Yes, I always Lord. hate when they put like a uh, like all Latino character and they have like a really heavy like other accent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, we could have been, we could have done better, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, it's just, as, it's just as phenomenal as uh, um, um, uh, oh my god. I can't believe it. I know we, we Diego Luna. Yes. Diego Luna uh, keeping his accent. In, yes, yes, in exactly. Rogue One. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 all kind of different kind of beautiful. Is what it mm-hmm. is. It's a different kind of wonderful beautiful. Or like when somebody that you know only speaks English and tries to speak to you in Spanish, you're like. yeah I love that I love that and I mean this character and they're comparing her to uh, Natalie Portman's uh, professional movie uh Mm -hmm. Um, of course this uh, Daphne Keene has uh, been acting since she was four years old um, and she has a um, background in martial arts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which explains the amazing action moves, the yeah. fighting. Oh, my gosh. She's just, I want to be her. I read an article somewhere where the, uh, the producers and the directors and the casting people were like, okay, we have this, like, pie in the sky of a young girl who can act, who can emote without speaking, who uh, can do the martial arts stuff and is bilingual. Mm-hmm. And they ne- they thought they were going to have to um, give on one of them to mm-hmm. get two of them or, you know, or vice versa. They never in their wildest dreams imagined that they'd be able to get all three. So, okay. and, and she proved them wrong a, a hundred times over. You look she, hard enough. You they're will there. Find <laughs> you, will find, you will find the one. <laughs> she is amazing. First of all, her acting skills are so good. Her, uh most of the movie, she's just acting with her face Mm -hmm, and her mm -hmm. eyes mostly her eyes Mm -hmm. and of course her body language with all that violence and uh her claws and the way she used them it was just magical and and then like just her emotion when she spoke like Mm -hmm. and then how she was trying to do her broken English because she's yeah she only speaks Spanish it was Mm -hmm. just great it was wonderful she's She's going places, man. I tell you. That's amazing. My God. I just want to be her now. <laughs> I would love to follow her. The way that we followed Wolverine over these last 17 years, Absolutely. I would love to follow her as X-23 and see her uh, come into her own and yeah. and have her own Wolverine movie. That would be amazing. That come on, be- FX, give me Gen X. <laughs> give me Gen X. Like, oh, my God. Like, now I can, I can definitely say FX has finally done justice. With to one of their X Men, mm-hmm. or to I two see. of their X Men. Yes, yeah. like I love Deadpool, but we all know the story of Deadpool, how it got no support, and he had very low budgeting, and like the F, like Fox didn't Fox didn't want like this movie to happen, yeah. but it did, and it was a hit, and um that's what paved the way for um um and for Logan I for mm-hmm. for Logan, and see what can be done when a movie has the support of Fox has the has the, has the budget and has everything. Even though, I, again, we've heard that um, uh, Hugh Jackman had actually had to take a pay cut exactly <laughs> to right. make Logan. Like, yeah. I was like, come on, like, you guys seriously didn't think this movie was going to succeed? Yeah, and it is right now one of the highest-grossing movies yep, mm-hmm. out right now. Like, really, come on, eighty-five point one million on opening weekend yep jesus christ like and i want i want to go watch it again i do too i do i actually am gonna go uh probably uh sometime either monday or sunday depending on if we do the thing um with my siblings to go see it again i'm just like oh get get ready for the ugly ugly cry oh my god total ugly cry my, I went to see it with my nephew, and he had previously seen it, and he was, like, nudging me. He's like, get ready. <laughs> and I was like, but he did not account for me feeling so much for Xavier. Oh, and, yeah. you know, one of the other times I really, really sobbed really ugly, like, ugly, ugly, and my nephew was like, why are you crying? <laughs> um, was when they were showing um, after they had the success of creating X24, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. what they were doing with all the ones previous to him and how oh, they were disposing yeah, of Yeah, how Gabriella was saving and the other nurses were saving the kids and yeah. them to run like, oh my God, that's that was, I was. I was just like crying. He's like, why are you crying? And I was like, what are they doing to these kids? Yeah. They're just kids. And mm-hmm. I mean, the kids that Threw himself from the roof. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. yeah. Oh jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, a lot of kind of uh suicidal uh, uh like trigger warnings and stuff. And like, I can't, I get why they can't put them and stuff like that, but no, just like the, the whole movie think. just needed to be like one, one, giant, giant, one giant, giant trigger, trigger <laughs> warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get ready to really fucked up, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I love all the characters, even Calvin, Um, I I was like, no, you know, like for a while, I was like, oh my god, he's gonna betray them. But then when he's like, beware the light, that yeah. was, oh my god, yeah. oh my like god. talk about a redemption, yeah, yeah. right. Like, like, oh, you just, just like beware the light, and boom, boom. like, oh my god. like oh my you, shit, you just. You're in my heart too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like everybody's in my heart. You you made it, dude. You made made it. it. Yeah. (laughs) And that dude with the robot hand again. I don't know who the bad guy. I don't Mm -hmm. know what his name is. I but um um even even the way he approached Wolverine where he's like I'm a fan. Like yeah yeah um, he even though he was running after them to kill them and dispose of them he actually respected them as who they were at their highest Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. One of the things I really loved about this movie was um, the use of the comic book X-Men in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was great, too. I kind of thought, oh, that's a little kind of shout-out to us fans that have read (laughs) X-Men in the past, you know? Um, And I love how uh, Wolverine is like, this isn't how it happened. This is just comic books, you know? Like, they take an idea, and they kind of overdo it or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I thought, oh, that's so cool, like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really great. I yeah. really enjoyed it. The whole thing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, just great. It was down to Professor X's age spots. I mean, uh, it was to the T, just amazing. Yeah. It was great. Um, you know, we see Logan is uh, suffering from some kind of terminal illness, and he just doesn't want to diagnose himself. He's yeah. going to give it. Well, I... I I I was talking about this after I saw the movie, and it it the way that he spoke and the way that um, it kind of played out in the movie, it was as if the adamantium was poisoning him. Yeah, yeah I I believe I I believe as well that the adamantium adamantium have, was radiating some kind of radioactivity that had mm-hmm. poisoned him. Throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, and then you couple that with alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the regenerative powers in the world will not stop your liver from <laughs> and dying. Yeah. It was just, um, um, he, and he knew what it was, but he also wasn't doing anything to like even try to help him, like maybe have more years of life. If anything, uh, professor Xavier had told X 23, um, she said, he told me to take care of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to not let you die because if uh, you you just want to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. And she was right. And yeah. he was right. And he was just going through the motions, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm mm-hmm. not even sure why he went on for so long doing these motions. I mean, he had to cross the border to get medicine for Professor X's seizures and mm-hmm. his dementia. And um, he had recruited Caliban, who can't go in the sun, yeah. to take care of him while he was working to get money. Mm-hmm. His plan was to actually go um, away and buy a boat, but I don't know to what end that was. I don't know if it was like a, a mission to go on this boat and commit suicide, because then how would he get his medications? I mean, I think it was one of those things where they were going to just go off into the iceberg, you know? Yeah, it was just <laughs> like I got I got the feeling that it was them buying it. So, one... Um, uh, Xavier wouldn't hurt anybody like he did. Oh, oh, yeah, right, so, yeah absolutely. And so, like right. uh, in the ocean, who are you gonna hurt? Yeah, Nobody. Yeah. And he has a wide range. We can see that. So when oh. if he ever does have one of these attacks, mm-hmm. he won't be affecting anybody really. But then, like it, once he dies, it's just like no one can, would be able to use his brain for one. That's true. And uh, cause that was an actual comic book plot point yeah. at one time. And then after that, like um, Wolverine, he's just like, well, my job's done. So boom, bullet, like. <laughs> That's true. He was carrying Mm -hmm. an adamantium bullet with him at all times. Yeah. Um, Why? And, again, I think uh, he was carrying with the burden of having people hurt through Xavier. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that was interesting. Of course, course, I don't think he even thought of what he was going to do with Caliban at that moment. I don't know. Because, again, he can be out in the sun. Um, But, yeah, that's that's quite a thing. And, And you could see the you could see the actual emotion he had, this burden of carrying all this weight of caring for someone else who can potentially hurt a lot more people, like in Westchester. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, um, it was never really said, but you understood this story plot and this backstory. Um, and one of the things I thought was really interesting was how, when Caliban had uh, injured himself, um, that guy was like, uh, the scientist was like, uh, get some of his tissue when yeah. you need it. So mm-hmm. whatever was left, they were just scavenging yeah. mm-hmm. in order to use as weaponry, mm-hmm. which yeah. freaking sucks. Hey, so you I, can't even die peacefully because yeah. they're going to use you. Yeah, they're still going to use you. Uh, that's why I uh, burn me, cr- cremate me after death. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm one of the people who watched every X-Men and every Wolverine uh, movies that came out, and before I watched, uh, before I read any comics, I loved those movies. As horrible as everyone said they were, Wolverine's my favorite X Men, um, and so I was all about it. And you just throw Hugh Jackman on top of oh, oh heck yeah, <laughs> and that's just the icing on my little sexy cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had, you know, coming into this uh, to this movie. I didn't really know what to expect because um, when they first did the trailer, you're not really sure. Like, there's old man Wolverine, the comic, and you're trying to f- everyone's old trying man to figure Logan, out yeah. uh, old man Wolverine, old man <laughs> <laughs> Logan. Um, everyone's trying to figure out, you know, what's, what, the direction? what's the direction this movie was going, and so I didn't really know what to expect. and Damn. They just uh, ripped us. Yeah. Heart. They mm-hmm. just completely surpassed all expectations. Yeah. And the story that was told and uh, the way that it ended, I mean, it was just amazing. It does make me a little bit sad uh, because uh, Wolverine in the comics does uh, have a big hand in raising Laura
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, and makes her into who she is as an adult. And I would really, I would love to see uh some of that I mean they kind of mushed as much of it into uh, this small uh, storyline as they could mm-hmm. but um, I, w- I would love to see I, c- I love her as a character so I would love to kind of see that it makes me sad that that's not going to ever happen mm-hmm. well he, at least we get the fact that she, he definitely made an impression yes. on her life Oh, oh, my God. Who she'll grow up to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end when he just tells her, don't be what they they want you mm-hmm. to be or what they made you oh, to be or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And w- that in that same scene, I love when he's like, now I know what they were all talking about. Like kind of being a father. Yeah. Or a mentor. And like mm-hmm. you finally. Putting your faith into the next generation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, s- sacrificing yourself for them the future and it was like whoa, like, whoa. <laughs> like that totally messed me up i was like sitting next to my nephew i just was bawling he was like no, i will not for you kid <laughs> that's all there is well i'm crossing my fingers that uh, the mcu somehow gets the rights back to <laughs> to x-men and we see uh uh we'll Hugh Jackman does not have that many more years of Wolverine uh in him but man I if they could just squeeze out a couple more and then within that universe oh my gosh that would be I, I would die happy. Well, he said he would definitely mm-hmm. reprise the role yep. if they did the Avengers crossover, he would definitely do it. I'm like, "Yes, let's yeah, do it. <laughs> I want to see that happen. <laughs> X-Men Avengers crossover." Yep, yes. <laughs> um so the the director's name is uh James Mangold. Uh-huh. Am I saying it? Mangold, mangled, <coughs> Mangold. <laughs> he did Three Ten to Yuma. He did Oliver and Company with Disney. What? Yeah. Oh, Walk the, the line, which is why I think he used oh. a lot of um, a lot of um, Johnny Ca- Johnny Cash uh-huh. on there, and um, he did Copland and a lot of other ones. But um, what really struck me, and I saw it right from the beginning, was that he both uh, directed and wrote. Logan, mm. so I'm mm-hmm. just like, dude, you found a place in my heart too. <laughs> yeah, you're there, dude. It's just whatever you do now, from now on, I'm gonna love. <laughs> That's it. So not all right and it was um uh, It was very much mentioned that this isn't exactly a superhero movie. Yeah, it it comes off more as a western. There's even a scene yes. where Laura, Ooh. where yeah. Laura is watching Shane. And uh, she, like, memorizes one of the quotes, and that's what she says in uh, While They're Standing Over yes, Wolverine's Grain. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and it's just, this is what this movie is. It's a Western that happens to feature superheroes mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yes. Fuck yes, because I love Westerns. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Westerns. And, uh, like, it's it's a thing I grew up on. I love Westerns. I love The Magnificent Seven, even the remake. I love, like, Shane. I love... um. um What's the one about um, uh, Tombstone. Tombstone? Oh yeah, Tombstone. I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love westerns, yes. and the, this was a western that was. That had superheroes
3: in it, like, I didn't
0: need to out. like yes, yeah. Yes. Do a kind of uh, genres that you wouldn't think would mesh well are just extraordinary. Yeah, I mean they tried to do that with cowboys and aliens, but it mm-hmm. just didn't have the fluidity that it had with Logan. Yeah, by far, by far, I think this is my favorite movie, and I've seen Midnight. So, <laughs> so uh, Midnight was a very good movie, but Logan just ran away in my heart. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Loved it, loved it. The action, the, uh, apparently newcomer that we've just barely seen, um, Daphne, she's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Patrick Stewart's um, um, uh, Professor X, just it was just all just beautiful. Even the bad guy was great. Yeah, yeah. That he his it little was. accent and um, he was just. You know, like, um, I, I, I didn't even think, why don't you have remorse? Like, usually I'm like, why don't you have remorse, guy? Mm-hmm. Aren't you human? You know, but this, this guy, you know, like, he had, like, a sense of respect. It's sort of, like, almost, like, uh, kind of an ancient way of being, like, back in the old days where you, like, you're not a good guy, but you respect them. It's, like, it's weird. It's weird. You respect power. Yeah. He respects power. Mm-hmm. i like, um, I definitely didn't feel sad for when... uh When he finally, like, died. his met his doom. Met his doom. Met him (laughs) come (laughs) up and I was just like, yeah. And the way it happened, I was just like, there was was no other way to go. (laughs) Sweet, 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 sweet vengeance, yo. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, it was a fabulous movie. Um, I I can't stress enough if you haven't watched it and we ruined it, we're sorry, but we did warn you. (laughs) (laughs) And and for those of you who saw it and are are nodding your head as you listen to us (laughs) and want to point out more items, um, feel free to to tell us and let us know what uh, subjects we didn't touch on this movie. But by far my most favorite movie uh, with characters from... Uh, the comic books that I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. I'm w- I not even gonna say comic book. Movie, i to say with the comic book characters that I grew up with because it's mostly a Western, like you said. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Amazing. What? It <laughs> I just I gotta I, dro- I want to drop the mic, but you know it's gonna break. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to buy a new one. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was de- it was definitely a great. It was, it was a great movie. It's I definitely put it up there with. Iron Man, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and this movie. Yeah. I'm going to go as far to say that this is by far my favorite right now. Like, by far. Like, even though those other ones, just, my heart is big, so. (laughs) They're all in there, guys. (laughs) They're all all in in there. there. But right now, Logan is like my shit right now. (laughs) It's like, it speaks to me in a different language and I don't know I can't I don't know I can't I don't know I can't I can't continue I mean I I think that this movie succeeded in really um, getting into the heart of who Wolverine is as a character um, yeah. you when you've actually read him from the beginning he's a very complex person Mm -hmm. Um, and his origin and everything and just his, his personality, um, is just, it was very well, uh, showcased in this movie compared to all the other ones that he's been in. Um, I'd like to add to that as well. Even though, uh, this movie is so different from all his previous movies, um, it doesn't, it's not a new Wolverine. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like the same guy. Yeah. Not not to say that it's the same guy he Jackman, of course it's the same one, right? No, but <laughs> even though the the director and the storyline and the way it was written, um, we still know it's like it's the same person who only a time has moulded him in a certain different way, mm-hmm. you know, like because we're all a product of our experiences and our losses and our you know, um, our successes and so forth, so, but, um, I, I never felt like those weren't relevant to this Logan, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they, they, they all tie in, yeah, like, they are not irrelevant, and this is a whole standalone movie, it was all one for me, Mm -hmm. like, it's all together,
2: yeah,
0: Um, and I really appreciate that, because that was one thing I feared, is that they were going to go a whole different direction, where I wouldn't even recognize this character, but like Uh, you said, he's so complex, Mm -hmm. and the, and, um, Hugh Jackman just is able to. I mean, you're talking about an actor who fucking um, he he sings and dances yeah. and on stage, <laughs> you know, uh, on Broadway, and he can yes. play Wolverine and yeah. he could be a love interest of uh, whatever um, her name is. But I mean, he's just so diverse. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and for him to have played Wolverine the 17 years, it was an honor, and and it was so. Amazing Mm -hmm. to live in an age where Wolverine came to life for us. Yeah. I know you guys have been saying it, but like, Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing years. Wolverine for 17 years. Yeah, 17 Gosh. years, dude. And I, I will never accept another Wolverine. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just yeah. it doesn't feel like I can either. No, yeah. absolutely not. You found the perfect actor, and now there can't be another. Yeah. And you know what's so cool about him is, like, at first, I felt, like, at the beginning of him playing Wolverine, I thought he would be typecast. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah. He was a Lemmy's Rob, and, you know, like, all these yeah. other just amazing stuff like he's just amazing you know he and he you know didn't get bogged down like how other actors oh i don't want to play him again because i don't want to be typecast. yes yeah you know he didn't see i mean his whole perspective as a person i think is different that's why i think he's so wonderful as wolverine and i think that's why the public loves him yeah Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all that feels. Oh, <laughs> all the jokes, yeah. Yes. Go see the movie. If you have it. Yes, if you have Go see it again. And if you haven't, go see it again. I'm going to watch it with my brother who hasn't seen it. We're usually midnight show people, but as the years have gone on, we've. I may we just can. go by myself on Monday on my day off and just go and see it and enjoy it and yeah. And cry. cry. my little heart out yes. all by myself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, my nephew said, you're probably going to cry twice. I ended up crying like five times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It, I was just in one long, continuous <laughs> cry. <laughs> 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 it was just in one long sob. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's fantastic. And I hope you guys as um, the audience can agree that it's a wonderful movie and show your support, you know, um, tell your friends about it, or go see it again.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Don't take your kids. But (laughs) uh, You know, my rationalization was my nephew plays uh, Call of Duty, so it's okay for him to watch Wolverine. (laughs) 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 So I'm like, it's cool. As long as there's no boobies, we're okay. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I went to go see it with my brother, and we're basically the same age. Um, So there was that. Um, But now I'm going to go take my smaller siblings and I justify this by one: I'm not their mother. Um, I like that. <laughs> and two: I mean, like, my brother's—he's—he's uh, he's thirteen. I think he's thirteen. He could be fourteen. I don't, I don't care. I don't. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think about these things. Uh, I know that he's a teenager. Uh, <laughs> and my little sister, she's already fifteen. So it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to sneak into R-rated movies like. Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, we grew up watching The Exorcist and uh, Friday the Thirteenth and Freddy Krueger, so we're good. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. And, like, yeah, like that, like that's it. And like all you see in the movies is like that one time when that lady like flushes her boobs, and I was just all like, okay, then like that's it. Um, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you see. Like, yeah, I remember now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't even. Yeah, it didn't even phase me. It wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just like it's just like, like. With Deadpool, I think it would have been more awkward. Yeah. That's why I didn't take him. I'm just like, I'm just going to buy the DVD and y'all can watch it on yourselves. <laughs> 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 but I'll take him to go see uh, Logan. And plus, they want to see it. And my brother's already read Old Man Logan. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right guys, well, thank you so much for staying here and reviewing the movie with me because I was just too excited to talk <laughs> about it. I was just and like, this time we actually have all seen it Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah. not and, like Star Wars where we had to wait. <laughs> well, no, I mean you guys had watched it, and um, I saw your um, your um, little report, like your little uh, post about like all the fields, and you got to see this movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, they already saw it. <laughs> I better, I better. So like, I, I, I actually put aside some time to go and see it yeah because i was like a i wanted to see it b i I heard great things from you guys and uh see my nephew had already seen it so i'm just like okay Mm -hmm. we're gonna go i have to go watch it now so we did and it was just great but i did try to watch it on the weekend it opened Mm -hmm. uh, but it was sold out that's right i remember three consecutive times i was even willing to pay the extra for the xd yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it was sold out that was the actually first one to sell out and then all the other times previous to that and there was no way i was gonna be gonna wait another you know yeah so i was just like Mm -hmm. no that's Let's just we watch we watch something else. I forgot when I think I saw it Friday. I think I'm gonna go ahead and say Friday because my brother he had a twenty six dollar gift certificate and so we went to go to the Regal uh at LA Live right there by the Staples Center and everything. So nice. we actually got to see the premiere theater. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and since he had that we only had to pay like nine bucks for the <laughs> actual Nice. Cast. So, nice. I was just like, the seating was awesome. Yes. Everything was awesome. I was I'm like going to go to the South Bay Galleria. I haven't been to the new one there yet, where they have oh, the reclining really. seats. And oh, the, oh my God. Awesome. Yeah. Literally, this is why I live at the AMC Santa yeah. Monica one, because yeah. it has the reclining seats, and I'm just like, this is where I see all my movies now, like... Yeah. Damn. Well, I live here in Compton and um like a 10 minute drive is the uh, Carson Mall mm-hmm. and it's the um Cinemark but yeah. they don't have the reclining chairs. Tell me why I drive to down near Norwalk <laughs> <laughs> to go to the reclining chairs. And just recently I went to L- uh Long Beach and pa- and the Pike yeah, uh-huh. and they also have the reclining chair. So now I'll be driving over there to, to see a movie because yeah. it's just—it really makes a difference. It does. I mean, it's so comfortable. Whew. I think <laughs> the Cinemark Playa Vista has um, uh, reclining seats as well. Is that farther? Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know distances. You know, I just know it's like it's it's close. <laughs> it's co- it's kind of closest to Santa Monica. Oh, okay. the one in Playa is an AMC. Oh okay. oh, okay.
1: Yeah, no, and they know. do.
0: They're the ones that is f- are full service. Oh, where they, they come and they take your order. come take your order at your chair. Um, you can drink a beer. They have mixed drinks. And you would not think, because, I mean, when you go to the movies and you get a hot dog or the nachos, it's like, it's movie theater food. Mm-hmm. But these places have freaking chefs somewhere in the movie theater, and the food is phenomenal. Oh, I gotta it try is that. It is very good. In fact, as you guys were talking, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go to Playa <laughs> because South Bay has the reclining chairs and they do have like better um, menu choices, but it's not the full service. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm yeah. gonna definitely try that when Frank comes. Um, probably my husband. I'm gonna probably. Have him watch Logan again. Yeah. With me. Well, I'm gonna watch it again, and he's gonna watch it with me. He's all like, "Is there a lot of dialogue? Because you know he's uh, English is this, uh, he's still learning and he English." Writes, yeah. And I go, as a matter of fact, there's Spanish in, he's <laughs> of Spanish in it. So now we're excited, and maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Because it'll and be a di- different experience for us. And just so you know, you need your ID. Eddie didn't have his ID ones, and they almost didn't let him in. You have to be 18 or over to get into that. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. You should be complimented. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't, he doesn't look less than 18. The guy was, he was like, come on, dude, I'm I've, I've obviously I'm over here. And he's like, I'm sorry. He had to go get the manager to let him in. Oh, really? yeah. Wow. When I went, they only asked for one ID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, most movie theaters I've been to, they ask one ID and you can buy another ticket. Right. Well, but right. this movie theater, you can't, it's not just, you can't buy the ticket. You can't go in if you're not 18. Oh. oh, oh okay. Cause cause have I guess because of the drink. The one in Playa. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry, oh, yeah. I don't. Maybe it's the drinks. I mean, because uh, I mean, you could order it and then just give it to the kid. You yeah, know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Like if you're going with your friend or a minor girl that you're trying to, to seduce. <laughs> 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 is it 21 are, then that they can't get in? I don't know. There's a there's a, definitely an age uh, an age limit that uh, kids can't go to that one. Okay, got it. Tell Frank, bring your ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of our Logan review. Uh, thank you, guys, for sticking around. Um, or if you're coming back, thank you, guys, for coming back and listening for to our Logan review uh, of the movie Logan. All right, uh, we have been your hosts. I am Sarah. I'm Kristen, and I'm Jennifer. Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao.